Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. Yeah, I bought that. And uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Solstice. If you are an atheist, I hope you get your laundry done. I hope it all works out for you. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope it was great. Here's the longest of all intros, because this is a very special episode. Remember the Laughster episode I did uh, right before Halloween with Matt Weinhold and Dana Gould and Sean Sheridan of their of uh, each of their podcasts? We talked about monster movies. Matt and Sean have a have a podcast called Monster Party, and Dana Gould is just a monster freak. Dude loves some monsters, and he has the Dana Gould hour. Well, there was a contest, a Laughster contest, Beyond the Dork Forest. Leanne Olson won. Leanne Olson of Minneapolis, Minnesota, won a 20-minute Skype Dork Forest uh, interview about her dorkdom. Here's the thing. I don't like doing episodes over Skype, and I happen to be in Minneapolis, so we just sat down. But we sat down for half an hour, and I would have had her on for an hour because she is one of us. Oh, yes. And uh, she's been listening to the Dork Forest for a long time, and she's definitely a dork. And she... uh so we talked for about half an hour, and then there was a show, so I couldn't have her on for the full hour. So this is an extra long intro. Very exciting. I was there working with Marie Bamford and working on my new album, The Middle Chunk. That isn't going to work. Uh, if you saw that show and you happen to see 20 Minutes on My Dad, that's probably not going to be in the new album. It'll be in the album after because uh, I can't get it can't get it to work. Longest intro in the world. Here's a scoop about JackieCation.com and... And uh, Christmas and holidays and giving gifts. If you want to order stuff, I happen to have probably one of, e- definitely one of each size of the hooded sweatshirts in stock, zip hoodies that say the Dork Forest. I have green and brown t-shirts fully stocked, all sizes, small through double X in the Dork Forest. And Black Ranger t-shirts, which are back to being union made because I figured out how to, uh, how to do that. The rest of them aren't union made. Just so you know. And, uh, but if you order probably before the 15th or the 17th, you can get it by Christmas. And, um, I will mail that off to you with a bunch of trinkets and whatnot. Right after Christmas, December 26th and 27th and 28th, I will be recording my new album and a DVD, my very first DVD. It is, uh, going to be called This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux. And Jenny Fine has done the art for the album cover. I will be recording it at Acme in Minneapolis. And feel free to come to that because it's going to be awesome. And I'm very nervous about it, but very happy about it because I haven't done one in three years. The last one, it is never going to be bred, came out in 2010. So plenty of material available. Just nervous. This will make an excellent horcrux. Called that because uh my albums are where I keep my soul. Huh? Who doesn't love that as a little bit of a joke that uh, Dan Schlissel from Stand Up Records, my label, uh, didn't get because he didn't read the Harry Potter books. But uh, he's very supportive anyway, so it'll be fine. So we're going to do a, a DVD and a CD, which probably won't be out till spring, but we'll be recording them in Minneapolis uh, right after Christmas. So if you're in Minneapolis, come to that show. In other news, I'm going to be in Tempe with Maria 
on the 15th, I believe, Tempe, uh, Arizona. And yeah, and the credits, of course, let's do those, right? Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio. He's going to put it all together. Very exciting. And um, he also does the teaser clips on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Dork Forest. There is a Dork Forest Ranger page that is fan-made that I'm on on Facebook. If you look up Dork Forest Rangers, you can join that if you want, if you want to talk to other rangers of the Dork Forest. And that's super fun. And Mike Rickberg sang that song you heard in the beginning. He'll sing again at the end. Sarah Cohen in the beginning, he composed and wrote that. And uh, Vilmos fixes the website. And he has his own podcast called Green Room Radio, if you're looking for more podcasts. Speaking of which, allthingscomedy.com is the podcast network that the Dork Forest is in. And there are so many podcasts there. Many, many comics are doing stand-up comedy uh, and podcasts. And so there's quite a selection, a bunch of different stuff to watch and listen to. And they're going to start doing other content. So go to allthingscomedy.com and check that out. All right. Let's do it. So... The longest intro in the world. Leanne Olson of Geekiana.com, G-E-E-K-I-A-N-A.com, uh, is really nice and very funny. And I hope you enjoy this episode of The Dork Forest. Hi, Jackie Cation here sitting in the Acme green room uh, with Leanne Olson. And uh, we recorded a perfectly nice five minutes Talking about Etsy and crafting and T-shirts, and we got into some Doctor Who and some Torchwood, and then I realized uh, the Zoom wasn't recording. So let's try this again. Uh, Leanne Olson of Geekiana.com. <laughs> yes, that's me. Uh, that's you. Is uh, it'll be in the notes. And what I have to say is that you won the laughter, uh, laughter live streaming monster video episode of the Dork Forest with Dana Gould and Matt Weinhold and Sean Sheridan where they told me to watch the thing, not knowing that that is never gonna happen. Yeah, that that was tough. I mean I was really excited to see those guys. I thought it was gonna be really fun. And it was really fun. Mm-hmm. But there there were a lot of things in there not speaking to me because I'm kind of a wuss. Right, right, because it's too Great scary. Guy. Yeah, too scary. Right. But I'll tell you something, right after it I did watch the Evil Dead 2. Okay. I have I think seen most of that. And it was worthwhile. Yeah. I will say that as a silly, ridiculous yeah. film, it, it was perfectly good. funny enough that it wasn't too bad. And it explained why Andy and all of his friends love Bruce Campbell yes. as much as they, as they yes. did. Yes. Because it was pretty cool. Yes. I mean, it's no Mortal Kombat. But uh, <laughs> I think, uh, which was seen at the perfect time for me to see such a thing. So... The Etsy, what we did is I got a little backstory of how you started out at Etsy, and now you go to geekiana.com. And what you do is you craft. Is that you sew things? No, I don't sew. You don't sew? Okay. Well, I, mean, I, was, I was telling you that I, I made the slumber, uh, the slumber sleeping bag, bag sleeping bag for my daughter. Right. And that's the extent of my sewing. Because I went and I bought a bedspread and put a zipper into it and called it a sleeping bag. That's how did you know how to make put a zipper in a in, in a? Well, did you I, find directions online? No, I have a I have a sewing machine and I can hack my way through some projects. Oh, there you go. But I just I would not say talented at that. Did you, <laughs> did you have home ec in, in junior high? Oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah. What did you make in home ec in junior high? Everybody made a pillow. We made a pillow. Yeah. And what did uh, you? What did you? Did you? Just make I did a the dog. Room? Yeah, we had to make like yeah. a design. I made a violin for my sister. Mm-hmm. Guess what is never going to work out when you're 13? Trying to make something as complicated as violin. She was very pleased anyway. Oh, that's good. good. She was supportive at the very least. That's good. Yes. 
I made um, I made a duffel bag. Oh. And I uh, also made a stuffed dolphin that was a leftover home back project for my brother. Oh. So, <laughs> so I've got I, a second I made an ill-fitting blouse. Oh, we didn't and, get that fancy. Oh, we and then and then there was a cooking segment. Yeah, there was a cooking segment and a sewing segment, and mm-hmm. I feel like that was it. That's all we did. Yeah, With Dutch a, oven pancakes. There was no cooking <laughs> segment. No, there was no. There was a great deal of inappropriate. I found at the age of thirteen discussion of our menstrual cycles. Oh, that, who yeah. Who had their period, who didn't. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of bossy magoo going on mm-hmm. about somebody, is somebody doing it, because there were no boys. Oh, we had, we had boys. When, we, I think we did that in health class, when we had to go our separate ways, and then, oh, sure. Come back and giggle at each other uncomfortably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there was that where they talked about that. The teacher never talked about our menstrual cycles. No. We just, there were, there were sexy 13 year olds. Who wanted to be sexy, and so uh-huh. they would talk about our breeding cycles. And oh, right. uh, I was like, I'm over here reading a dog book. Yeah. I got, I got, <laughs> I don't want to yeah. think about, I like that boy, he seems very handsome, but I'm gonna uh-huh. go over here and read about this horse. Yes. <laughs> I read all the horse books on the shelf. Yes, that's oh, what yeah. I'm gonna do. And uh, so it was, but I did, I do think about, and cause I, I wanted to take shop. Yeah, but only the boys. So you you didn't shop. get to take shop. We, we had we had to take shop. Also, we did wood shop and metal shop. You did wood shop, metal shop, and home ec. Yeah. We did. Well, that's the best school ever. Well, let me just say that. Well, it played. didn't seem that way at the time. Sure, at the time you but, were raging hormones. And yeah, it was. Probably, but that's yeah. okay. I made it through, mm-hmm. so that's all that really matters, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, uh, let's talk briefly about Doctor Who. Let's. Because I was saying to you that uh, I so thought you said you think creepy. you've watched about five episodes, yeah, so far of the of of the first new Doctor right. in two thousand five, mm-hmm. and I want to watch more, but it just there hasn't been enough time, yeah, um, to really because I, you know, do you ever sit and just watch like four episodes in a row, oh, or six yeah. episodes like marathon? Yeah, I mean, like when we started watching it, and everyone was like for years and years, and we didn't. I don't think we started watching it until two thousand ten. Okay. And everyone was saying, you gotta watch this, you gotta watch this. I know you like this, and I know you like this stuff. And I'd say, oh yeah, I used to watch it when I was a kid. And I, <laughs> I, I vividly remember my big brother coming into the kitchen and saying, okay, there's gonna be this thing on TV tonight. It's gonna be on PBS. It's kind of a big deal. And you're gonna sit down and watch this with me. Okay. And I sat down and I watched Tom Baker. Right. With him. Right. Which was the one my parents watched. They yes. watched Tom Baker. Uh-huh. And, um, and I want it, and I want to watch it, and I will. Yeah. So I'm, I'm five episodes in. And I felt like, so we watched it, and, and my husband was like, yep, I'm all in, I like it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, so let's okay. do this. And then I, it just snuck up on me, and just clobbered me. It's like, <laughs> you're like, I am so in now. I have watched three episodes tonight, and uh, the kids are going to be getting up in a few hours, and I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> what, now, how many years is the first, how many seasons is the first Doctor from 2005? Only one season. Oh, is he done at the end of it? Very sad for me. I was Yeah, because that's a bit of withdrawal. Yeah. I remember when the Doctor changed from Tom Baker to the next guy, and that's when I stopped watching it. Yes. It's it's very funny. It's always very traumatic for people, and people get very into this. You never forget your first Doctor, (laughs) and they get 
you know, which I think is fine. Mm-hmm. I think that's totally fine. And and this is why I think that you should have, I want you to have a Doctor Who expert. An expert. I, I mean, somebody who really loves it. Mm-hmm. Because... Everybody has their favorites, and I totally respect that. Who's it's your not favorite? a problem. I can't pick a favorite. Right? How many have there been since 2005? Well, we are on, uh, we are currently on the 11th Doctor. In, uh, in uh, 2005, in right. that was the 8th Doctor. Okay. I mean, the 9th Doctor. It, okay, so 9, yeah. 10, 11. So yep. we've had three Doctors in the last eight years? Yeah. Well, that's not bad. No. Okay. No, the tenth doctor, David Tennant, he's the one that stayed for quite a while. Okay. And and well and Matt Smith has been there for quite a while too. But I mean the seasons are fairly short too compared to American TV. Right, they're not twenty two episodes. No shorter. No, they're thirteen generally. So there's big gaps in between when they're airing, which is very annoying once you're caught up. Right. But (laughs) But once you're if you're backed up, you get the rest of your life out of you. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean I just I really enjoy people that just want to enjoy it. Yeah. And, and that like the new, like the old, or respect the old. Mm-hmm. I, and I understand that some people just can't get into it. They can't get past the cheesy sets and oh, right. the puppet monsters and that kind of right. stuff. Right, they're kind of goofy. They and are. They but, are. I get that. That's fine. But what, you know, but some of the topics are so very, very dark and real. Mm-hmm. Without any apology. Oh yeah. And then and talk to like a puppet. Like all of a sudden a yeah. puppet's gonna talk to you about plastic surgery and yes. you're like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. And then Alright. I yeah. love it. I just it was love it. it's just yeah, I mean I like how gutsy it was. It was like Torchwood and how great that was. Yes. And you're like, what? Is yeah. this and it was so dark. I know, and I I loved Torchwood too. I just really loved it. Yeah, yeah. but the big guess dead. But you know what? Yeah. Uh, did you? You know what I have said watched is that Jonathan Creek. Have you tried? No, that? I haven't. It is. Uh, it is essentially Castle with not good looking people, <laughs> and uh, and he's like he makes magician tricks, and he lives in a windmill. Okay. Uh huh. Like you do. And she, like you do. And she is a um a tabloid writer mm-hmm. and not a very good person. And both of them are genuinely normal looking. Holy crap! Are they very very good? Just plain English folk. <laughs> and uh, and it's and neither one of them are particularly likable. And you you're like, but every episode is a locked door mystery. Like you're like. Well, that there could not have been a mystery because mm-hmm. of that. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, because he's a magician's guy. He knows how he did it. Right. And uh, so whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, so there's a lot. Good, do, do, do good work. Yeah. Sherlock. Oh, love Sherlock. Yeah. Just love it. All right. I, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I've got a little bit of, I don't know, it's, it's pretty British themed. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, right. Most of your stuff made. on Geekiana, yeah. right? I think it, it's all. And do you? Yeah. Do you work? Is do you have a day job too? A, I have a day job now. I used to run a screen printing business. Okay. Uh, for my parents. Okay. And they and that's the that's other way it got started. They were like, "Well, you know, we don't pay you very much, so if you want to make stuff on your own, okay, you should feel free to do that." And I felt very free to do that. <laughs> Because I was like, oh, I have a million ideas. You are correct. I will do so, this. And so I you started know, to You know how to make the screens and everything. Yeah. You know, I worked at a screen printing place here in Minneapolis. I know. That's awesome. I worked at Coldside Screen Printing. Yeah. and uh, But I never knew how to make the screens. 
Well, my dad started in, I don't know, 1977 or 78. Mm-hmm. He wanted some t-shirts and he priced it out and he was like, that's expensive. Mm-hmm. And I'm an engineer, so I'll just go to the library and get a book and do it myself. Yeah. So he, he used to come into our classroom when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And for one day in elementary school, it was the coolest kid in class. <laughs> and it was awesome because he'd print a shirt for everybody. Oh, wow. So we have been doing it pretty much my whole life. And yep. when I was, I was in uh, high school, he bought out a shop that went out of business and got the big equipment. He got a four-color oh, four-color spinny thing. Yeah. Okay. The big dryer, the spot dryer, the whole mm-hmm. nine yards. Heat press, everything. So then, yeah. then we really started producing. Yeah, doing yeah. stuff, and he turned it into a little business. And wow! And then I started working for him um, uh, nine years ago. And then mm-hmm. once my both my kids were in school, then I said, "It's been swell, and you're wonderful <laughs> parents, and I love you very much, but I kind of need some. Money. I need a real job. Yeah, I gotta go get a so, real job. So I I have a day job that's very boring and. Right, and this is how I keep my creative side alive. Right, because you have the police box one. Yep, that you were telling me about before uh, I fucked up the recording. <laughs> yes. And uh, and it's just, I mean, it's a lot of Doctor Who themed shirts and sweatshirts and zip hoodies and yeah, and, and well, we make stuff that's for women too. Yeah, because it's really boring to just have a big old boxy black T-shirt all the time. Yeah, the unisex. Yeah. I wish, you know, all the Dork Forest stuff is all unisex. Yeah. But it's, um, I'm working on it. I just got the Ranger shirts are Bayside Union. Yeah. They're Union. And they, they are, Bayside's expanding. They have, I think, ladies now. Oh, do they? I, I'm pretty sure. Well, they have like three colors, but. Right. But well, black. Right. I'm sure black is one of them. Maria is selling American Apparel. Yes. Um. Which, Which I is, cannot support. No, it's the girls gone wild of t-shirt I, sales. I can't fucking support that. But dude. that that guy is just awful. He's, he's a so creep. awful. He's such a creep. They're very soft shirts. They are lovely. <laughs> they are but, very comfortable. But what I'm told is that there are other people that are working on making a soft shirt too. Yes. So, but so all the shirts that I use are Bayside, and the yep. dork, the green and brown Dork Forest t-shirts are. Just Bayside regulars, mm-hmm. made in America. Yeah. Right? And then the black Baysides are union made. Right. And then incoming is, uh, who's coming in? What's happening? Nice. What can I do for you? I'm a, we're shooting the show tonight, and I was just double checking the backstage lighting. What's your name? Mike Phillips. Hi, Mike Phillips. Welcome to the Dark, uh, welcome to the Dark Forest. Hey. Play through. Play through. Thank you. Sure. It's the local PBS. All right. And, uh, so, um, yeah, yeah, Bayside shirts. Yeah, we we are using um, Canvas and Bella, okay, ones, and they're expanding into. Is American, that US made too? Or? Yeah, they're not all of them, but they are expanding, which is promising. So okay. we are supporting them, which is good. That is good. Yeah. It's just you might as I mean, I the union made ones are a little more, so much more expensive that you know overall like I can I, I make an okay profit on all of them, but I mean the um. The it just didn't seem right to to not even try. Yeah, just some absolutely. Let there at least be a poor adult woman <laughs> making yeah. a t-shirt rather than a tiny child. Yeah, and it's, it's and you know and we don't we're not perfect and we don't get to do everything. But the nice right. thing is we have gotten such awesome support from people that like what we do. Yeah, and and since I have this like real job now, 
Oh, right. Uh, so my husband, a little bit. He, he runs the day-to-day stuff. Okay. And he does the shipping and... and oh, fulfillment he, and all yep, that stuff? Yep, and he answers questions and that kind of stuff. So, I say us, I mean... Me and John. Right. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so two, two we have gotten such a good response from people that it, we have been able to kind of up the ante on what we offer and get some nicer stuff. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that's the whole thing, I think, with 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 every with every business I've ever seen where you're just like, you start out super basic, but once you can establish something, you can make it a little bit better, you can yeah. make it a little bit nicer, and a little bit, yeah. And a little Even, bit weirder. In my case, because yeah. I like to get into really specific references. Yeah. So it's really fun. What's the weirdest shirt that you have oh, in there? I haven't put it up yet, but I <laughs> I think that I, I just printed one uh, the night before last that is the three doctors from the new series, so okay. 9, 10, and 11, but I redid that Miro painting, Inverted Personages. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with that Not one. Not offhand, <laughs> but uh, I will put it as a note. <laughs> uh, but I redid that with the three doctors. Okay. Did you, were you at Convergence? Yes. So you, did you get to see the, the, the costume bowl? I didn't. I was at Convergence with little kids. With kids, so yeah. you could, so, so I didn't. So I judged the, yes. the, the costume thing, which, and the theme was, uh, uh, women are, Powerful too, or some such. You know, it's that whole thing where yeah. you're constantly explaining what, what, that I women did, are people. I did the shirts that year. I should know, know what the, the Wonder theme Woman was. One? Wonder Women. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the theme of the convention that year. And the the costumes that won yes. were the reimagining oh. of the doctors as all women. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a video online. If I could find it, I'll put it in the notes. Yes, you would love. And uh, one I posted that video. Okay, on one the, person on the was Facebook dressed page. as the box. Yep. As the phone booth, mm-hmm. and then the other the other people, a lot of Victorian, a lot of bustles. Oh yeah, yes, but like the color schemes were the same, and the scarf, like the Tom Baker one, had the long scarf, and everybody yeah. has their because everyone has uh, each doctor sort of has a tick, right? Well, they all have a they all have an outfit. They oh. all have a they, a thing that they wear. And it, but it's just, not always a hat. Not necessarily. No. <laughs> Are no. there hats? How many, how many doctors have hats? Oh, that's a good question. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got nothing? Not two, at least. <laughs> two? Yeah. Go for it. There's definitely two. And then the 11th doctor, he likes various hats. Okay. Like, so fezzes are a thing right now. Okay. Uh, All right. That's kind of a big deal. Okay, because it's... So, this Miro one, I put a fez on him. Okay. So All that right. you Just would know. Just be supportive. You wouldn't go, what is that weird stick figure? Well, people are still going to go that. It's pretty weird. It's just pretty but out there. Every time I'm designing one, if I start to giggle when I'm designing it, I have to do it. We're okay. I just have to because it makes me laugh and yeah. I love it. That is the best. It just makes me so happy. I have the same opinion about stand-up comedy. Yes. If it makes me laugh, I'm doing it. Oh, yeah. A man called horse, nobody's seen it. I'm doing the joke anyway. Yeah. And uh, I will explain the movie if I have to. And uh, I, I currently have a uh, Watership Downton Abbey t-shirt. Oh my god. <laughs> I've sold two of them. Okay, that's awesome. Because people are like, what? I don't... Yeah, that uh, is... I, 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 uh, like, I would like that shirt. I, like uh, I love Abbey. Watership Down. I have not gotten to see Downton Abbey yet, but I understand it is great. It is really great. But it's I so poppery, like it. right? Oh, I think it's so funny. But I love Maggie Smith. Oh, she's so wonderful. 
She it's so wonderful. It, it, it she was old but also in room with a view. Yeah. How how has she not aged in the last forty years? Except for she's still fifty seven. She's old. just amazing. And what I think is hilarious is that you know there's lots of twists and turns, and people got very up in arms about the end of the last season. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. how many I seasons thought, are there? Oh, three. Okay, I think it's three. Okay. And I was I thought it was hilarious. I was like, what show have you been watching this whole time? <laughs> what did you think this was? This is very clearly a soap opera. Right. Uh, of the highest order, but right, it's still a soap British opera. Accents, yes. But it's still a soap It's opera. ridiculous. Anytime you see somebody having a particularly good time, things are going well for them, oh, they're done. They're just something <laughs> horrible is going to happen. It's just going to be awful. Okay. Note to self as I begin to watch Downton Abbey. Somebody had a panel discussion at Convergence this year about... About okay. Downton Abbey. And they started talking about what a wonderful feminist show it was. My friend was telling me about this and we yeah. were saying, what? <laughs> have you, have you seen it? No. Yes, there are women in it. Right. Have you seen some of the That doesn't that necessarily count. Happen to the women? Are they all slaves? slaves? No. Well, to some extent, they get raped? Oh. Mass rape? Yeah, I, I mean, definitely it could be worse. But, right. Um, right. I think it's still accurately portraying the time. Uh, Let's yes. just say that. Okay, so not <laughs> ideal. No, things are not, not for well. Not for anyone. Okay. <laughs> it was a great time to be a white man. <laughs> yeah, and it that's was. It. With a title. With a title. <laughs> right, right. And if you were a white man without a title, I suppose it was a bummer. Not so good. <laughs> you know, the one of the greatest... I'm going to a, an anime convention in Dallas again. Yeah, uh, every January. Last January I did it, this January I'm doing it because it freaking makes me happy. Good. And um I met this woman at the Anime Con, Acon in uh in Dallas last year, and we were talking about Georgia Hire novels. And I love Georgia Hire. I am currently rereading um all of them. And I've not read those. Oh, they are Please put it in the notes. I will put it in the so, notes. Of course. <laughs> Damn. It's uh, you will like them. They are very fun. And they're they're kind of hard to get, although I think that they just started reprinting them again. Hmm. And she wrote from the twenties to the set to seventy two. And what they're just comedy of errors, a comedy of manners kind of things, right? And yeah. um they're romance novels. They're and and I said to this woman who's a a very noted, though I didn't know her, but a very notable science fiction author from uh, Britain. And I said, yeah, she's sort of the poor man's Jane Austen. And she goes, Georgia Hire is not the poor man's anyone. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I have trod upon a dork toe. Yes. And I do not mean... Because <laughs> I, I genuinely, I like Georgia Hire better than Jane Austen. Mm-hmm. Just because it's more accessible. You know, Jane Austen, they're 400-page novels, and they're very funny, and they're very sweet, and they're very interesting. But George A. Hire are 250-page novels, ah. and they're written in the 40s and 50s and 60s, and they're much easier to read. And you can reread them, and they're lovely, <laughs> and they're funny, and they're smart, and they're great. And, uh, and they're very sweet. and uh, Or dark, because she also wrote a bunch of mysteries. That are just okay, by the way. <laughs> I can uh, only read so much mystery. Yeah. I I got into Agatha Christie for a while, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is surprisingly delightful. I'm yeah, really yeah. enjoying it. But it got a bit repetitive. Well, especially if you read by author. Yeah. Like, I was reading um, Daniel Day-Lewis's dad, Daniel Day-Dad-Lewis, um, <laughs> 
who's, who uh, wrote under the name Nicholas something, and uh, he wrote uh, pulp noir mysteries mm. in Britain in the 20s and 30s and 40s because they needed to make rent, and then he became, in the 60s, he became the National Poet Laureate for Great Britain, Much and better. it was fine. And he, he didn't have to sink so low. Right. Uh, so I read like four or five of them, and they were great, and then I bought another six, because there's about 14 total. But by the fifth or sixth one, I was like, oh, i got to take a break. Yeah. And I'll come back to them, and they'll be fun again. Yep. But it is it is hard when you read a one author the whole time because you're like, no, I get it, yeah. yeah, and and it's like hanging, you know, it's like hanging out with the same person all the time. It's right. great, yeah, but you want to hang out yeah. with other people. Too. And like I watch Doctor Who in a continuous loop. Mm-hmm. I just I start. Oh, really? I just, just go. I just watch. I start with the 2005, and I just watch it all the way up to the present. But I gotta watch start other, over. and then I start over again. But I gotta watch other stuff too. Okay, you mix it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I was doing that until the Avengers came out. Uh, I was yes. watching all the movies in a row and yes. then being furious about the Avengers. And then watching all the movies in a row until the Avengers came out. And now that the Avengers has come out, but there's also, there's a new Iron Man that we don't have. And then the yes. second Thor. Yes. Have you have seen? You, no, I, I hope, uh, I'm, since I'm ditching the children this weekend, I hope to be able to see Thor this weekend. You saw the first one? Yes. Oh, yes. Super funny and, and silly. I loved it. I've heard a lot of people complaining about it, and I understand. I, I, I thought it was it. great. Um, I loved it. It was great. And the second one, I think, is better. Okay. Yeah. And and they keep the same kind of jokey silliness, too. So it's kind of goofy, too. But it's a, it's a superhero comic book, and it's Thor. Yeah, he's not always the brightest guy in the world. <laughs> no, he's and not supposed to be. No, he's not supposed to be. He's very handsome. And uh, I was talking to uh, Marilyn Rice Cub mm-hmm. from Chloe from Twenty Four, mm-hmm. and many other things. Uh, but she's married to a very nice man named Matthew, who is a personal trainer, and he's very very fit. And I don't always know what to say to him. And so <laughs> we were sitting at the bar the other day at, before a show, and I said, "Have you seen the new Thor?" And he laughed. And he goes, no, no. I didn't see the first Thor. And I said, well, you should know that Chris Helmsworth, um, he's let himself go. And that made him laugh, and I felt good about myself. Oh, good. To make him laugh. Just to Do make you him... remember the Thor and Hulk movie that was on TV in the 80s? No. Another thing my big brother said, we're watching. We're watching this. All and, right. Oh man, it's just there's. I've seen some YouTube clips because I don't think I could sit through the whole thing again. But wait, that hold up? Oh, it does not. <laughs> it does not hold up even a little bit. But but I really think that that I I have this I have this affinity for things that you know when you were a kid, it, and that's why it's so wonderful. Yeah. When you were a kid and you saw it, and then you are a grown up, and they make a better one. Yeah. And really, just make and it so awesome. It's like it, that when Mark Ruffalo played him, oh. I finally got the Hulk. For it the was first so time. great. Yeah, I, mean, I could not watch the Hulk when I was a little kid. I was terrified. Oh, the TV show. The TV show. Oh, it was. Were there anger awful. issues around you? No. No. Well, no. I guess my brothers were kind of awful to me. The, right. Anything scary, you know, uh, Amityville horror. Yeah. Uh, Poltergeist. Kingdom of the Spiders. With William oh, Shatner. That sounds horrible. They used to go, oh, no, no, come in. Come into the family room. It's fine. It's not a scary part. And I'd walk in, and something awful would be happening <laughs> on the screen, and oh, I'd run brothers. away. Were and, they all older? Yeah, five and six years older than me. The hilarity and, of men. Oh, they just I don't loved approve. 
we just at Halloween we were talking about the time that they uh they put on the Halloween effects record. Yeah. They like shoved it onto the record player into my room, turned it up as loud as they could. Yeah. When they knew I was sleeping. Oh, <laughs> oh God dang it. Yeah. My and, and you know what? They don't remember that stuff. They don't oh. remember it at all. Convenient. <laughs> my brothers were never scary. My brothers are, are some of the biggest pussies in the world to some extent. Oh, I wonder what that, that isn't is the like. right way to put that. How do I express the fact that my brothers are... Because I, I, there's other ways of putting it, none of which are flattering to, to hmm. women or to gay people. Right. It's all, there's a comparison where you're just like, they're just kind of... They're... They're the they're they're straight men who are in touch with their inner lady. Like my oldest brother, the evangelist, loves all Disney things. Yes, like a madman. As as Greg Proop says, I'm straight, but I make no case for it. Oh, that might be it. Yes. Oh, that's a great line. <laughs> well, it's freaking Greg, Greg Proop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man has a, many. And then uh, the. And then my second oldest brother cries. He cries at the drop of a hat, and he will drop the hat. Uh, he'll drop at children and animals and sad movies and commercials. And you don't, you don't have that problem, even though. No, no, I see. I, I cry a lot more now that I'm, I'm old. Right, I'm better. I'm, oh. I'm more in touch with my own. But my sister and I are much tougher. Oh well, than my brothers. Oh yeah, and my. And then my third oldest brother owns all of the Gilmore Girls. Oh, dear. And then my brother Russ is the worst. He's got Connie Francis and Ruth Brown on his brain. <laughs> and you're like, what is happening, you and your wife and two children? Not making a case for it. Not, that's, that's, I think, the best way to put it. I don't know. <laughs> Leanne Olson, it has been a half an hour. Oh, my and I think it's a good, I think it's a good, good, I would like to do more, but I do have to get ready for the show. You have to work. And uh, let's have you back on for reals, uh, just because, and we'll talk about what else to talk about. That would be wonderful. Geekiana.com. Geekiana. Geekiana. On I-A-N-I-N-A. I. Geek. I-N-A. Yes. Dot com. Yes. Is and it's and it's a store full of T-shirts and a lot of Doctor Who stuff from the sound of it. Yeah, it's There's a store. A, it's a podcast sometimes. Oh, you do a little podcast yeah. yourself. Once you put the kids to bed, might do a little podcast. Doing a hobby. Yep. Chatter chat. Yep. Nice work. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome to the Dork Forest. You've been a fan for years, and I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thanks for all of your support. Everybody else, you're doing good work out there too. So take care. Bye. Well, that show was awesome. Let's do the credits. Patrick Brady, he fixes the audio every week. He also does the teaser videos on YouTube. So Patrick Brady is an awesome guy, and I thank him for his work. Mike Rickberg sang the song you heard at the beginning, composed and sang it with his girlfriend, Sarah. He's going to sing in about a heartbeat for uh, the Mexican hat dance. And Vilmos fixes my website, JackieCation.com. So support him and his work. Thanks a lot, you guys. Take care out there. Bye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?